in the instructions we've been giving during this period each morning. Most days we've mentioned a little bit about working with thoughts. So we've explored this terrain a little bit in our practice and in the instructions. Today I'd like to elaborate a little more about this area. It can be definitely an area where we get stuck, where we get caught. And taking an interest in the process of thinking can be very helpful for us in our meditation. So that notion of the process of thinking is really the key. What we are mostly interested in, at least before we come to meditation, is the content of our thoughts. The content of our thoughts being what we did, who did what to us, and how we did it, and what we're going to do. So the, the, you know, the actual content of our thoughts. The process of thinking is more about how the thinking appears to us. And you've been mentioning this in, your, in our practice discussions and in some of the question periods. Some people have been mentioning different ways they've been experiencing thoughts. We might experience thoughts as visual images or as if we are speaking to ourselves, as if we're talking to ourselves, or perhaps as if somebody else is talking to us. Or sometimes we can even experience thinking more as a feeling in the body, as a kinesthetic experience. So that's less common, but um, just to give you a sense of what that is, just right now, be aware of your experience. And think about standing up. For some of you, that may have produced a, a kind of a, an experience in the body as if you were standing up. So that's a kind of, a, a kind of thinking, in a way, that um, you know, when we think about doing things, sometimes our body, uh, our body thinks about it. So in exploring our, um, the process of our thinking, recognizing how these thoughts are occurring to us, recognizing whether our thoughts are visual. Sometimes our thoughts appear as, as if it's a slideshow. You know, one, one image will appear and then that one will disappear and then another image will appear and that one will disappear. Or sometimes uh, the image will be as if it's a movie, you know, moving figures, and sometimes the whole soundtrack will come in as well. So it can be a combination of these kinds of experiences. The process can be multi-dimensional. So in um, exploring the process of thinking, one of the tools I find really helpful is to um, use the noting, in using the noting, acknowledge the sense space that is being engaged in this kind of thinking. So if you're experiencing thoughts as images, rather than acknowledging the content of those thoughts, you could acknowledge, oh, seeing. Seeing is happening. 
Or if it's as if somebody is speaking to you, you could acknowledge hearing. Hearing is happening. And that for me has been very helpful because it it attunes me to the process of the thinking itself rather than what what the content is. So that's one aspect we can explore in our thinking, looking at thinking, observing thinking. As we've been pointing out during the week, you know, as soon as you notice that thinking is happening, the mindfulness has returned into thinking. It's really helpful to acknowledge that Using the noting is, is one of the most helpful ways, and you can notice them through this way of uh, observing the process, seeing or hearing. Or you can, as we've been mentioning um, through the week, kind of acknowledge a little bit of the content, you know, the, the type of thinking that you're doing, whether it's planning or remembering or fantasizing or judging or arguing. Whatever, whatever comes up. Kind of identifying a category in this way is helpful because it, um, it allows us to begin to recognize if we get caught in particular threads or patterns of thought over and over again. You know, we may find that we, we plan a lot and it may be, you know, planning about this thing or that event or, or that vacation or whatever, but it's, it's planning seems to be up for us a lot. So that um, acknowledgement of the content in a single phrase is definitely helpful at times, especially when we notice a kind of um, thoughts keep coming back for us over and over again. One of the most helpful explorations I find around working with the thinking is as thinking has come back, you know, we, we've woken up into thinking, we've, we've come back and we've noticed thinking. So acknowledge that. The next thing that I find most helpful is to check in, kind of ask the question, how has this thinking impacted my experience? How has it impacted my body? How has it impacted my mind? Thoughts are extremely powerful. The Buddha said, you know, whatever we frequently ponder, that becomes the inclination of our mind. So that thoughts kind of can begin to wear grooves in our minds. And even a single word can be very powerful. And if I just say the word, ease or peace you may have a little bit of a sense of that word in your experience so one word can impact us that way imagine what a whole stream of thought can do to us so to check in and see how have how have we been impacted by the thoughts that we've been having Sometimes this can be surprising for us. Sometimes, uh, you know, the mind can just be kind of in a drifting mode, you know, just kind of drifting off of the present moment and um, not particularly caught by the thoughts, but 
um, not present. You know, it's kind of like we've just lost a little bit of energy in the mindfulness and the mind is just kind of drifted out of the present moment. But it's not actively, you know, engaged with or thinking about or terribly emotional about that kind of thinking. You come back into the present moment in the midst of that kind of thinking. Check in. What's happening in your mind and body? If you don't judge the fact that you've been thinking, you might actually notice that your mind and body are more settled. This is counterintuitive, but I've witnessed this many times. That the, It's almost as if, at least my kind of understanding of it, it's a, it's a little bit of a um, hypothesis, but um, it's almost as if I may have been making a little bit too much effort, pushing a little too hard to try to be mindful, and the mind and the mind just kind of said, you know, let's let go. <laughs> this isn't necessary to work this hard. And it, in that letting go, rather than being mindful, it lets go into this drifting kind of dreamy dreaminess. And so that sometimes the the wandering mind is a manifestation of letting go. And we can, in waking up, benefit from that letting go. If we don't judge the fact that we've been thinking. If we judge the fact that we've been thinking, we've added another process in there. So checking in. Uh, when you wake up into thinking, what has happened? You know, if you've gotten caught into something, if there's been a charge around the thinking, there's probably some kind of bodily reaction, some kind of tension or tightness has crept in. Turn to that. Notice that. Let go of the, of the, the thinking itself in favor of attending to how that thinking has impacted you. When thoughts are strong like that, when there is a charge to thoughts, often there is some kind of an emotion that's present. So it can be very helpful in particular if you notice, you know, okay, there's a thought, kind of acknowledge it, check into the body, notice what's happened, and come back to the anchor. And then... The same kind of thought appears, and then you come back, and then again, the same kind of thought appears. You may notice that it's just like, it's like this pull to think the same kind of thought over and over again. If that happens, it's usually um, helpful to check in and see if there's some kind of an emotion happening. One of my um, teachers, Guy Armstrong, said that... um, Thoughts come off of emotion like mud comes off a flywheel. So it's kind of like the emotion is there with this kind of spinning energy and the thoughts are being produced because of that emotional energy. It's almost as if the thoughts are the emotion's way of trying to get our attention and it's like, pay attention to me, you know, I'm here, I'm, I'm this, you know, something's going on, pay attention to me. And the thoughts are kind of the emotions way to get our attention. And so if we can um, acknowledge the emotion, if we can bring that, our mindfulness to the emotion, often the emotion in getting that attention you know, it's kind of like a little kid screaming, pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. And then when you actually pay attention, it's like, 
well, they don't have anything to say. <laughs> you know, so the, the, when we bring our attention to our emotion, it can um, allow that uh, thought stream to diminish. And then we can just be mindful of the emotion, attend to the emotion in the body. Notice the feeling tone, pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral. So there's a connection between thought and emotion. Very tight, back and forth flow. Sometimes people ask, you know, which comes first, the thought or the emotion? And my answer is, look in your own experience. It's different at different times. I've seen that, you know, what can happen is there's a memory that comes up, just, you know, in our mindfulness, thoughts will appear. No particular emotional um, source, it's just that, you know, there is the thought often because of association or, you know, we, we see something that has a, a kind of a, a, a link to a memory in our mind, like looking out at this beautiful snowy day, you might remember a childhood day when you were playing in the snow. You know, just, just by association, memories can come up. So that memory comes up of playing as a child in the snow. And then perhaps an emotional response to that memory now maybe that day you were feeling really happy, really joyful, and oh, there's the joyful emotion right there. And then we often, if we're not mindful, if we're not paying attention, that emotion can start to produce thoughts of like, oh, that's so great, I really should be, you know, coming on vacation to places where it's snowy more so that I can, you know, have more time like this. And we're off into thinking. So look in your own experience and see how thoughts and emotions are connected. So in exploring our experience in the meditation, we basically sit, stay connected with the anchor as a place of stabilizing our attention, and open up. We don't have to hold tightly to that anchor. When, and when other experiences appear, whatever it is, if your attention is kind of drawn to it, you can be mindful of it, no matter what it is. So allowing yourself to settle into your body. Allowing your body to relax. own way, in your own time, however you have found it helpful for you to move through that relaxation and into connecting with the anchor for your experience. And as experience arises, 
whether it's body sensation or sound or emotions or thoughts there's no need to have an agenda necessarily to come right back to your anchor that is what is arising that thought, that emotion, that body sensation. It's already present. Allow your mindful attention, your kind awareness to meet that experience. And begin again over and over and over again.